Well, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, February the 24th of 2016. My name is Nolan Taylor. And I'm Daniel Friesen. This is Wittenberg Radio, the weekly podcast put on by Canadian Internet University Student Council. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter to find out when that next episode's coming out. And if you subscribe on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice, it comes right to your mobile device. Or you can uh, email us your comments, questions, concerns, etc. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com. Other episodes can be found at our website, wittenbergradio.com. Hi, hi, hi. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. That hoy 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 seems it's a very dramatic. It's a little loaded. I had loaded. I had my first uh, major bike fall today, so I'm feeling a little That's always a takes, diced up. Takes it's always takes a while to get your, your confidence back after one of those. Right. Like physically, I feel like I was punched in the stomach, and like my hand is. Definitely... Well, you fell onto a large wooden I box. I fell onto my cajon, yes. And then the cajon is fine for the, all those of you yes, who are concerned. The cajon is fine. I was very scared. I was more scared about that than my own body, but it's all good. I'll just ice it up. I'll go stick my hand in the snow for a while. Yeah. After, after. Well, I don't do that. No, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, that's oh. that. I, I can relate or when I I'm sure you can. I wiped out uh, a couple of years ago uh, and uh, messed up my shoulder pretty badly and uh, I was had dented my laptop because uh, it had my bag when I fell and I was more concerned or upset about the denting of my laptop than <laughs> my shoulder being messed up which is an ongoing chronic problem but um, oh dear whatever. what we value is amazing i mean fresh flesh grows back you know it's true yeah your laptop cannot grow again it's true you have to go pick a new one off the tree mm-hmm. off the apple tree yes the laptop tree yes the apple laptop oh i see <laughs> thank you let me kill your joke, please. <laughs> oh dear if you have empathy for either of us please email us wittenbergradio at gmail.com or tweet at us have has anybody ever tweeted at us before like anything uh, not regularly. I think there's been like an odd favorite or something, but we're also not super active on Twitter. That's so true. That's we, pretty excusable. But we do tell you when our next episode is coming out. It's been a nice, uh, it's been a nice little break. We had the week off last week, reading week. Did you get up to anything exciting there, Mr. Daniel? Um, nothing super ex- exceptional. Just, uh, I was kind of a good mix of relaxing and being productive. I'd made uh, good efforts to get up. Uh, at a reasonable hour and uh, do some some training before some cycling training before breakfast because apparently that's it's more effective if you work out before you eat so I tried that and it was pretty positive results I think hmm. so yeah How and you, you and I what did I do I also had quite a productive reading week I did a ton of voice practice I what else did I do um, one of my bands hosted the Manitoba Music and Winnipeg Folk Festival Open Mic Night. Oh yeah, at the Handsome Daughter, which is kind of fun. Very nice. Yes, yes. Um, there's some really fun um, acoustic acts out there. A killer mm-hmm. rendition of "Ain't No Sunshine," um, and a song uh, on a banjo called "Wicked Case of the Shits," which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is all about how is that? How is that demonstrated um, on the banjo? How is that demonstrated? I mean, I don't know. It was just a just a nice song about how this guy was sitting on a dock in Nopaming and uh, all of a sudden there's this urge deep inside him and as happens as happens yes anyway that was a very fun time 
I also saw the movie Race. Oh yeah, which is really really good. I would recommend it. Yeah, I got I got the play by play from my parents on that one. Over, oh really? Over lunch uh, the other Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I don't even need to see the movie now because I know oh, all the dramatic so beats and so everything. You know. It's great. Well, <laughs> then I won't do the blow-by-blow blow here. Yes, of course. So we've got a great show here for you today. Emily and Shannon Weeb are going to be coming in, and they're going to be playing some tunes for us. Uh, of course, we can go check. you can go check them out on SoundCloud if you want to hear more of the things you're going to hear today. That's SoundCloud.com. Uh, search Emily Christine Weeb, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E Weeb. And you will find uh, some of her tunes there. And it's really quite awesome stuff. Really excited to get them here on the show to play uh, at least one tune for us live. But first, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to react to an article from this week. And it's a, a, an interesting one I've got here for you today, Mr. Dan. <laughs> it's not boring. It's, it's not interesting. <laughs> it's not boring like some of the other ones. We should um, try a boring article sometime. Yeah. See what happens. You think that'd be fun? I don't uh, know. I'm just throwing it out there. So, okay. Uh, there is this uh, writer for the for BuzzFeed Canada. Mm-hmm. Her name is Sachi Cole. Okay. Uh, she is uh, known. She would describe herself. Well, f- first of all, she is a a senior writer. Uh, she's one of the most talented in Canada. She goes on CBC television panels regularly. She does a segment on Q regularly. She is just like a a, a good contributor to a lot of of high an of up high. and coming happening person right i think she's only like 23 or 24 years old also um and she's like all she's well known for her 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 fiery rhetoric and her um she is very she's very very strong and uh she's a very very strong feminist um to the point where she would call herself i think she she's referenced herself as a militant feminist before um which is great i mean militant just means that you're opposed to something so okay she's definitely not opposed to feminism no i mean no, like, like she's, she's opposed oh, to something oh yeah and uses her feminism yes. to be opposed to something absolutely so technically anyone who's opposed to something yes. is militant right she's also an uh, ethnic woman so she's very strongly advocating for the voices of uh, minorities in canada which is a very admirable thing as well so this week she or like lat i guess last week on thursday or friday she puts out a bunch of uh, a series of tweets saying uh, would you would you like to write long form for buzzfeed canada well you can we want pitches from your for your canada-centric essays and reporting so putting out a call for freelance pitches uh buzzfeed canada would particularly like to hear from you if you are not white and not male so right. it's not so it is technically against the law to like discriminate based on like to to view someone based on their on their gender or their ethnicity right like to take that up pose this isn't really a job pitch per se it's just they uh she's making a she and she made this clear that she's merely making an active effort to search for the voices that aren't necessarily heard the canadian media is often one that is very white and very male and often very senior um if it's, you know like peter mansbridge or someone like that that these are the figures in Canadian media mm-hmm. the majority. Um, and then she says, last thing, if you are a white man upset that we are looking mostly for non-white non-men, I don't care about you. Go right for McLean's. Um, hmm. So anyway, she then received all, but, it, she, but and she also said she wasn't going to ignore pitches from white male writers, but she would be less interested in them. So giving, 
ignored voices preferential treatment is not racism against white people it's an attempt to fix all of history which is that was a quote that, from that's her. A, that's a quote from her okay that's a tweet um that's a tweet that's a tweet so she this obviously and she was met with quite a lot of vitriol on twitter as um, i can imagine yes uh some pretty strong like feelings of discrimination against um against this from white men as well and not even just like the random trolls that you find on the internet either but there's a there, even from other like from prominent people in the media saying that this is illegal you can't just say that you're gonna discriminate um and the, the harassment actually got like quite violent mm-hmm. um yeah we don't need to go into details of that, but it's, it's quite gross to the point that she deleted her Twitter account. Um, so this person was harassed off Twitter for doing, for seeking to put out the voices of those who are less heard in the media. Now, is this push on Twitter, Daniel, a, is it a justifiable? Is it, eth- is it ethical? Is it? Uh, what do you mean push on Twitter? Like this, this push Oh, her for, putting out yeah. for the job. Um, I mean, I think the f- the phrasing is. Uh, I uh, I think that these these instances of things like this, where uh, people expressing uh, expressing themselves and saying things that go against uh, commonly held views of uh, <laughs> those who are the most powerful in society, and get the people who express those views getting harassed on Twitter. That is not an uncommon thing at all, which is really unfortunate um i uh, feel very (laughs) like i need to tread very carefully yes uh saying these things in that i have learned that um oftentimes my opinion on these as a white man on these kinds of things doesn't matter that much and that it's my job to shut up exactly <laughs> let so, other people so exactly so things. exactly this is we should have prefaced this um, by saying that we are two white men discussing this that so maybe it's that not being the- said because i was asked for my opinion i would say that uh the the call for submissions from uh non-white male voices is totally valid and and good uh and the the follow-up of uh i you know, if you are a white man, I don't care about you. Or if you're a white man who's upset, I don't care about you. Um, while it could be perceived as unnecessary, um, you know, she was also probably, I assume that her thought process is, I'm just going to get ahead of all this flack that I'm going to get. But then it's kind of a chicken egg thing where like, well, she probably would have gotten harassed for posting that anyways. But then her posting that uh, the plus one comment of, I know a bunch of you are going to get upset. I don't care. Did that make the harassment all that much worse? You know? Hmm. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. We should have brought in someone else to weigh on this, like a a non-white, non-man, maybe. If only. If only. We should have thought we should have thought more about this ahead of time. But it's such an interesting case. And there's such a lot of vitriol that I tweeted my support of Sachi on on Monday. And even I was met and and then I got a couple or a response saying that like she's a racist for Yeah, I mean like hashtag divism, it's like great, yeah, you retweeted a hashtag, but um 
it's the drop in the bucket. Yeah. Like, just because you took a second to, to type out a few letters, I don't think, like, doesn't make a huge difference, oh, to be no. honest. You know? No. The bigger doesn't. problem is uh, Twitter has a big harassment problem, and uh, them as a company need to need to be more vigilant about banning people who mm -hmm. take part in these kinds of uh, activities. Uh, yeah, it's really unfortunate. Uh, but it, it, it happens all the time, um, which is really sad. For example, there was a uh, comedian, uh, Jenny Kirkman, I believe is how you say her name. Her and Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins is another comedian who has a show uh, on Fusion called No You Shut Up. Um, and Jenny had a guest spot on the show and she did a sketch about Bernie Bros uh, where she <laughs> explained to uh, a Bernie bro how uh, Hillary is not uh, a witch <laughs> basically and converted this Bernie bro to being a, a non-Bernie bro or a, I forget what the term is a Hillary supporter anyways anyways and then she received a whole bunch of harassment on Twitter for this sketch, and Paul F. Tompkins, whose show it was on, received nothing. That is to say, this is an all-too-common occurrence. It speaks to a larger uh, paradigm beyond the individual cases. Mm -hmm. We'd love to know your uh, feedback on this as well, so you can definitely send us emails. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to do that. Um, or tweet at us. We always love those. Um, so yeah, we're really curious to know some uh, some viewpoints on this one. So without much further ado, let's jump into our main event for the day. Our big welcome back to school present for you after reading week, Emily and Shannon Weeb. So our musical guests today are sisters of Sperling, Manitoba. Emily and Shannon Weeb hail from the small town, which if you drive down the number three highway, it's in the ballpark of Carmen, Manitoba. Emily is a third year English student here at CMU. Shannon is in her first year and also is a out of town graduate also. Which out of town did you do? Uh, South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. Okay. And they're here to uh, kick off the post reading week blues and kick them, I should say kick out the post reading week blues with some tunes. What's the first song you guys are going to play for us? Welcome here, by the way. We'll play It's Alright. It's a song I wrote. It's Alright. And there's only one song. So. There's only one song? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> They're playing It's Alright live here on Wittenberg Radio. Small town stock flies like the wind, but don't care what people say. Yeah. Who's who and who has sin, but it's alright. is just up the river you passed it the other day yeah. sight makes most people shiver but it's all right oh it's all right because there's secrets i hold that nobody knows can't i decide because the shadows whisper about the boy who kissed her and now he's gone It's alright 
one shot from his quiver. That's when he said my name, yeah, deep down in the river. But it's all right. Oh, it's all right. Cause there are secrets I hold that nobody knows can Take it easy. They say the truth will out, but they think it will be with a shout, not a whisper. About the boy who kissed her. Oh, it's alright, cause there are secrets I hold that nobody knows can't decide. Cause the shadows whisper about the boy who kissed her. Oh, it's alright. Wonderful. Emily and Shannon Weeb here on Wittenberg Radio. That was beautiful, guys. Oh, thanks. She is. <laughs> Those are some like really tight harmonies. That was that was really amazing. Um, and what a beautiful song with some really some really uh, poignant lyrics. Um, what inspired the writing of that? Well, not personal experience. Uh, I haven't gone around murdering anyone recently, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is about life in a small town, though, and that is something I know about. Huh. Um. Yeah, talk talk a little bit about that. What's the like? What's the adjustment been to um, leaving small town? Um, our experience was a little bit um, versatile. Yes. Okay. We did okay. everything. We live we live in the middle of nowhere, and uh, we go to church, and we had jobs in a small town, and then we went to high school in Winnipeg. So we've experienced all the different kinds of life, I suppose. So it was a big gradual. Yeah. Sure. Now. Uh, Emily, your bio on your SoundClouds page here, I'm going to read this. It's very, it's quite brief and quite poignant, um, the description anyway. <laughs> so we've got, a callous young woman leaves a man. Thus goes the story. Oh, yes. I think that's from one of my other songs. Yes. <laughs> it's from one of your other songs. It's it's another tune called Baby, I'm Gone. Yes. And this seems to be a bit of a recurring theme, this whole callous, you know, murdering Mm. young woman is this something that we try to channel um often as we go through as you go through your music yeah i think it's interesting to look at situations where there are intense feelings and often hurt is one of the more intense feelings and you can do a lot of interesting things with that hmm uh take me back into um what starts this whole journey into into music for you what's uh, how does this all start well, my parents are musical people, and they have a have a family band, so Ooh. so we are from the family band generation. And at first, I had wanted nothing to do with music, 
but then luckily I came back around and started singing more. Does this not wanting to have anything to do with music uh, stem from the family, not from from this family band experience, <laughs> or is this is there some bitterness here, Weeb Sisters? Uh, maybe a smidge, actually. Oh man, am I am I, dra- <laughs> am I dragging things out here? I think it's more of the uh, the joined experience of participating in some some uh, elderly home singing our parents like forced us to to sing at certain places and so that was an interesting time we we enjoyed it but it was now we get to do our own thing so Mm. it's a new experience can you tell me about a time that your parents forced you to sing somewhere (laughs) um well there have been several festivals that uh, my parents kind of have been asked to sing at and then they just kind of like say well okay you're singing at this thing on this particular day and we're like oh well that's interesting. I guess I guess we'll have to do that. So we don't have much decision there. <laughs> so, but despite all that, you start writing your own songs. Mm-hmm. Um, how does like? At what point did you pick up? What did you start writing your own songs and saying, "Hey, I could really, I could really get into this." Uh, well, it was sort of a gradual thing, like a lot of things. I used to just sit on the swings and sing music to myself, and eventually, when I after taking piano lessons and different things, I was like, maybe I should write this stuff down and see what comes out. And then I learned guitar on my own and started to like tinker around on that. And there was this high school um, coffee house. And that was the first time that I played one of my songs and everyone really liked it. And then I cried after because I was so nervous, but uh, (laughs) that's the first time. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, How did you come to the decision that uh you needed to incorporate another partner in crime, so to speak. <laughs> well, I've always loved harmony, and it's a lot more f- fun to do music with another person, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's talk about... Uh, we, t- we've, we've brushed a little bit on inspiration, this whole this notion of the, the callous young woman. Uh, uh, what sort of... like? Uh, it's hard for me to, it's hard to I can't imagine it's easy to live in that sort of a space all the time um, is this is this stemming out of real life is this are you are you a callous person in real life like maybe it's the long hopefully not um, <laughs> I like to think I'm I'm nice actually but um, yeah I don't know maybe it's like an alter ego thing coming out hmm that's really the idea of like it's so this is like a channel maybe you would say just to maybe possibly yeah. okay um how has so you come to cmu uh, first of all why did you come to cmu if i may ask that's a long story oh okay but a long story short <laughs> i went to another university and that wasn't for me so i went here because it was the only place to let me in okay <laughs> that was the only place to let you in um what about being here has there been anything here i guess would be a better question that has influenced uh, what you do musically yes i've been a lot more influenced with um, bluegrass and folk music a lot more from being in this whole okay crowd even though my parents that's the music that they came from but yeah <laughs> interesting what do your parents think of your songs now I think they really like them hopefully <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's amazing to hear um, what's okay so now we've got I'm looking at all kinds I'm looking well I'm looking at your SoundCloud page by the way we're gonna stick in a plug for your SoundCloud page <laughs> Here now, you can go to soundcloud.com, type in Emily Christine Weeb, and you will find numerous songs here. Um, and uh, I think some are originals and some are some are covers. Um, so I can see uh, 
Such Great Heights by Iron and Wine, a little Lothar Rose if you're in that holiday spirit in February. Um, what? So what songs were you listening to when you start uh, making music? Most of the time I start writing after like doing the dishes or working on something like that because I'm just humming to myself and then all of a sudden I have to grab a piece of paper and write it down otherwise I'll forget. So hmm. I don't listen to a lot of other people's music actually. <laughs> really? So this is all entirely like uh, based on like experiences that you have and then you and then you just hammer it out. Yeah, sure. Interesting. What about for you, Shannon? What's, what's your sort of... What's my sort of? What's, what's your sort of? Uh, my sort of... <laughs> um, I would probably appreciate folk the most out of all genres. Um, but I, I like when rock and bluegrass have a spin together in the same song. It's, it's hard to come by, but I don't know. Um, just because like what we listen to as kids has kind of kept with me, even though I was bitter towards it at the beginning. Now, now I really appreciate it, and hmm. um, I think there's a lot of musical talent, but you kind of like got to modernize yourself, so that's where the rock comes from. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what sort of, as we continue down this path of, of um, making music together, what sorts of things would you, in an ideal world, if you had any sort of like instrument or any sort of, um, you know, like if you had any sort of like resource or anything like that, what would you add to, would you add anything to your sound? What would you, what are the next steps? I'm going to be a good question. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's hard to pick one, but. Oh, do, oh, you, do, you don't even yeah, have to pick one. Banjo, just like. Mandolin would be awesome. Harmonica would be prime. That would be good. A little bit of percussion in there. Something interesting. Hmm. <laughs> They're both, uh, hands are on their mouth. You can't see them, but their hands are on their mouth. They're both <laughs> pondering. They're pondering. What? Oh man, what are we going to do next? It's really, 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 really exciting to just to hear this sound of music. And I noticed that um, there's a song here called the Love Songs, uh, a collection of songs called Love Songs to Linden. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, about those two songs? Um, those songs I wrote um, in high school in grade 12, right before I was going to graduate. And I really was not interested in graduating. I just wanted to stay in high school forever. And so I decided as a way to cope with that, I would write some songs and share them with my uh, fellow classmates. Hmm. What was the reaction? Not very many people listened to them, actually. <laughs> but my, my English teacher thought it was a good idea, and I think he liked them. So Nice. <laughs> what has the study of uh, English here at CMU or elsewhere, what has that uh, brought to the table? Hmm. Uh, a lot more depth and imagery, I would say, probably to my music. I like metaphors a lot more. And, yeah. Hmm. So. <laughs> Interesting. Um, what are the next? What are the next? If now not an ideal world. Now we're back in reality, so you don't even have to think about this too much. I hope. What are the next steps for um, Emily and Shannon Weave? Hmm. Are we going to see a, uh, a recording somewhere in the near future? Or are we going to? Uh, we have been offered um, a scholarship fund. I guess you could call it to record songs. No way. Um, but we haven't decided whether or not we're going to take that because that's a lot of generosity to give. And uh, I don't know, like we'll, we'll always do music together, I think, mostly stuff that Emily writes. Um, <laughs> but nothing nothing really big. Otherwise, sometimes it takes the enjoyment out of it. So Sure. Yeah. Is there anything in this catalog um, that you've written, uh, Is there anything on there? No, I don't think so. Is there anything in like the general, like in the... I've only written one complete song. I have bits and pieces here and there, and we have performed that one um, 
two times maybe, I think. Hmm. And everybody more, has more. said really positive things about it, but I, I don't keep to writing because I don't have an instrument to accompany me. So it's hard to imagine without sure. that. Yeah. Sure, that's really exciting. Well, we're, we're really, really excited to have you guys here. And um, we're also going to incorporate you in one of our features today. <laughs> uh, we're going to shift into music pick of the week. Now, normally this is a feature done by our dear friend, Mr. Matthew Barron. Uh, he of Finn and other... Uh, Things. I'm sure he's still dethawing after a uh, after a very cold performance outside of <laughs> Festival de Voyager. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but we're gonna throw this over to you to this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one song that you guys are listening to right now that everyone who listens to this podcast should listen to? Oh dang! Um, we really like this song called "Fox on the Run." Oh yeah, it's a great, it's a classic. <laughs> Fox on the Run. Mm-hmm. Who, who sings this song? Um, is it worth to say? Bluegrass Standard. It's definitely a Bluegrass st- Standard, but I can't remember who sings it. It's best done by Mr. and Mrs. Weeb, so <laughs> that'd be our parents. My parents. <laughs> if we can find that recording. I'm seeing versions here by Sweet, by The Good Brothers. Yeah, there's a lot of covers. <laughs> Song by British band Sweet, it says here, first recorded in 1974. Not it. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> it's hard. It might be hard to find. <laughs> it might be hard to find. If we find it, mm-hmm. if we find it, then we will put it on this show. Um, anything? What? Like, okay, what's another song that you guys might might try, mm-hmm. just in case we don't find something by Fox. Kingston Trio. Tom Tom Dooley. Tom Dooley by the Tom Dooley by the Kingston Trio. Yeah. Okay. Or or MTA. M2 is pretty good too. Done deal. Same guy, yeah. Done deal. So this is Kingston Trio by Tom <laughs> Dooley. First of all, uh, you can check out Emily Christine Weeb on SoundCloud.com if you type it in in the search bar. Uh, Emily and Shannon have been our guests here in studio today. Thank you so much for yeah. coming and playing a song for us and chatting with us. No We're really excited to see uh, where this where this musical career takes you. Mm-hmm. And as promised, Tom Dooley by the Kingston Trio here on Wittenberg Radio. Throughout history, there have been many songs written about the eternal triangle. This next one tells the story of a Mr. Grayson, a beautiful woman, and a condemned man named Tom Dooley. When the sun rises tomorrow, Tom Dooley must hang. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head, Tom Dooley Poor boy, you're bound to die I met her on the mountain There I took her life Met her on the mountain Stabbed her with my knife Hang down your head, Tom Tomorrow, reckon where I'll be. Hadn't it been for Grayson, I'd have been in Tennessee.
this time tomorrow Reckon where I'll be Down in some lonesome valley Hanging from a white oak tree Wow, that was a lot of fun. That was the Kingston Trio we just heard there with their uh, rendition of Tom Dooley here on Wittenberg Radio. That was a fun song. Fun song indeed. Fun song. And of course, now we got to get to uh, one of the bigger stories of this week in CMU News, which was that men's and women's basketball wrapped up this weekend. Did you watch at all, Daniel, or did you follow along? at all with what happened there no i did not okay <laughs> a very strong showing in the semifinal from both um of those teams uh women's basketball took a very convincing win over uw um and in men's basketball they won in thrilling fashion 67 66 over prov so that was really really awesome nail both, biter na- real nail biter both teams also like played really really well in the finals but uh, men came up just short um s- 87-74 against uh, Red River and women lost 64-55. to So two second place finishes in the MCAC for men's and women's basketball. So congratulations on a great effort this season and uh, a second place title. Nothing to hang our heads about of course. So well done you guys. And of course it is playoff season so you got to keep going to cheer on the Blazers. Volleyball I believe is what is coming up next. Uh, that's not true. Futsal. Yeah. Futsal is this weekend. Uh, so that's going to be really exciting. Cheer on your futsal teams. Follow along athletics.cmu.ca and love the dove. Love the dove. Love the dove. Um, man, what else is going on on campus? We've got all kinds of stuff. The international students are going to the Human Rights Museum. They want you to participate. That's happening this Sunday at 1 o'clock. You meet outside the conference room here at CMU, and then uh, they're going to go uh, to the museum by bus, or you can find your own transportation if you if you like. Meet at the museum at 2 o'clock in the front entrance. Uh, you can RSVP to KCOP. KKOPP4 at gmail.com by Friday, February the 26th to let to let them know you're going. The cost is 12 bucks and please bring your student ID if you are wanting to do that. Elsewhere, we've got a uh, if for those of you music lovers out there looking to, you know, get another break cuz reading week wasn't enough for you, we've got Beautiful Pain, a recital by CMU faculty David Clausen uh, and Sharon Johnson all the way from New York on the piano. Um, that's good. That's a promising to be a quite a good recital. I'm told that she touches every single one of the keys on the piano. All 88. All 88. Wow. At some point. That ne- not ne- neglected low B flat's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's, we're gonna make, we're making up for that B flat now, of course. Um, so what else are we gonna talk about here today? That might be all there is. That might be all there is. That's cool. Of course, you can keep checking that CMU daily. 
for more information about the goings on around here. Time to wrap up the show, of course. Follow along on Facebook at uh, Wittenberg Radio is the Facebook page there. Follow along on Twitter at Wittenberg Radio. Wittenbergradio.com is the place for past episodes as well. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Email us comments, questions, concerns. We'd love to know what you think of the show. Wittenbergradio at uh, gmail.com is the place to do that. Until next week, my name is Nolan Kaler. I'm Daniel Friesen. We'll see you then. See ya. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 